Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Epic Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Meekham, and I am so lucky to have, and, and I know this because you just told me, my favorite coworker <laughs> with me here today, Sarah Roundy from the Department of Health, the Epic Program. And Sarah, your official title is School Health Coordinator. You got it. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Tell me about what you do at the Department of Health, how long you've been there. Just tell us about Sarah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me here. Um, So part of my role at the Department of Health is to make sure that schools and children have the opportunities to be physically active and to have healthy, nutritious meals or snacks throughout the day. So I work with school districts. I work with charter schools. I work with the State Board of Education. There's a lot of partners involved that really want to set up this environment for the kids to succeed. There is a lot going on with your job, and a lot of people have kind of their their fingers in the pie, right? Right. Yep. Everybody wants to help our kids. That's what we're here for. This is a good problem to have. <laughs> yep. So we are coming up on National School Breakfast Week, and that's coming up right away. When is it, Sarah? So it is March 2nd to March 6th. And tell us about National School Breakfast Week. Dave, do you have children? I do. Okay. Do they eat breakfast? They cool? do. At school. They don't eat breakfast at school. They usually eat breakfast at home before they go. Let's talk about breakfast and why we want to encourage kids to eat breakfast at school. Right, because I think a lot of people just automatically assume they're getting breakfast at home before they go to school, right? Right. So let's think about a lot of different scenarios that can happen. So let's say you have two working parents and you have Mm -hmm. your child at home. Maybe you will let them go to school by themselves. You kind of have to trust that they're going to eat the breakfast Mm -hmm. at home before they get to school. And that may or may not happen. (laughs) Or may or may not be what you want them to eat. (laughs) So you may be in a situation that way. Um, The other thing, have you ever heard of breakfast in the classroom? I have not. Breakfast on the bus? No. Second chance breakfast? Look at you, no. Let's talk about all these Let's different do it. ways. So if you think of breakfast, you think of the traditional way kids would show up at school before the bell rang. They go to the cafeteria, they get their breakfast, the bell rings, and they're off to their classes, right? Right. So these other alternative breakfast models that I just mentioned, these are different things that schools can incorporate into their classrooms or into the school environment that may not be our traditional setting. So breakfast in the classroom. So that's something that after the bell rings, the kids are in their seats, and then guess what? Breakfast is served in the classroom. So I would have loved that when I was a kid. Right? <laughs> so that's one way. Um, breakfast on the bus. Let's talk about some of our rural areas where you have a lot of kids getting bussed in. And um, for long distances. Right. Frequently. Yes, right? long distances. So mm-hmm. maybe they are eating breakfast on the bus. That could be an option. Yeah. The other thing would be a second chance breakfast. So after the bell rings, even though you offer this traditional breakfast in the cafeteria, then the bell rings, you got your high school students or your middle school, junior high, Mm -hmm. they can go down to the cafeteria after the bell rings. So that's called a second. And you know, they're going to like that. They will. Yeah. And there's grab and goes. There's lots of different ways to think about breakfast. So we have a week set aside to observe slash promote this. What happens during that week? How is it observed and who's doing what? Okay. What happens? Right. Yeah, that's a good question, Dave. So let's talk about those family members that make the meals at home. Mm-hmm. 
it kind of gets exhausting oh yeah to make at least three meals a day i've got three little boys i've got a husband there's five different personalities different tastes sure so it kind of gets exhausting right Mm-hmm. So why not take this week and introduce your kids to school breakfast? This is a great way okay. to give mom a rest, right? Okay. Introduce them to some new foods. But this is also a way to thank our food service managers, our food service staff mm-hmm. that serve our kids meals every single day when they are at school. Does every school participate in school breakfast? It was not around when I was a kid. So no, actually... I hate to say this statistic, but we are in last place as far as breakfast participation in the nation. So we're playing a little catch-up in Utah. We are. And we've done a lot of studies and talked to parents and their perception of breakfast. A lot of times parents think, oh, it's gross, it's disgusting, it's not as healthy as what I can provide my kids. And that's just really not the case. When's the last time you've been in your children's cafeteria? Uh, it's been a while, and it was for lunch. It wasn't for breakfast. Okay. So. Try it out. Go to breakfast with your kids. See what they're serving. And guess what? If you don't like it or your kids don't like it, I'm sure in a nice way, those that are serving your kids meals, they would love any type of suggestion. Some feedback. Yeah. Okay. Don't go and criticize their food. I would never want someone to come into my kitchen and tell me all the things that I'm doing wrong. Is that a district thing where those menus are set? Yes. So it's a set at the district level, but you can go into your school and give them feedback and they can always provide that back to the district. Okay. So hopefully they'd be responsive to that. Right. Yeah. And another thing I want to mention, Dave, is when we feed our kids breakfast, they're less likely to be tardy Mm -hmm. because they want to be in the classroom. I'm sure there's a bunch of advantages. Right. But also increases their test scores. Because they're more ready to learn and they're not thinking about when they're going to get their next meal or when they're going to eat. It provides the brains the nutrients it needs to be ready to learn. Right. And there are some kids, there's quite a few kids in our state that come to school hungry. So why not try these different alternative breakfast programs in the classroom so that they are being served breakfast? So if I'm a parent this week, as we observe National School Breakfast Week, uh, I love the idea of going to school and having breakfast with your kids. Now, I think some kids would love that. Others would be like, what did I do? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, sure. that, that eighth or ninth grader is not going to be real thrilled about having dad or mom sitting there with them at school like, oh, come on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I would say with the younger kids, maybe That's probably third, works. third yeah. grade down. Third grade on works a little better, yeah. Yeah, Uh uh-huh, yeah. I think probably anywhere in elementary. True. Junior high is a whole different world. Yeah, let's just stay away. But it doesn't mean you can't call and find out what they're serving and learn about what your school's doing, if they're doing anything, right? Right. So, yeah, you know what? A lot of these different programs that I'm talking about, we're just starting to get the word out. So if you like some of these ideas... Go talk to your school and ask them if they've ever heard of Second Chance Breakfast, Breakfast in the Classroom, Grab-and-Go Breakfast. These are great different alternative programs that you can get the breakfast into the school day. So this is a great week to call your school, find out what, if anything, the school is doing, and that tells you where you can start off from. Okay, well, they don't have breakfast. That's my first step. But they're serving breakfast, but they're not doing any of these other things that are available, these other programs that are not participating. So maybe that's where I jump in and start lobbying for that and start trying to play a role and promote this within the schools. That's a good opportunity this week to do that. Right. Yeah, those are great suggestions. And I would encourage any parent out there or even grandparent to go out there, 
eat breakfast and then start promoting some of these things so that your kids can get a healthy breakfast. Great, Sarah. It's been great to have you in today. I've been looking forward to it. I look forward to bringing you in again. We have lots of things that we love to talk to you about, and I'm looking forward to doing that. But this is National School Breakfast Week, so I encourage everybody to get involved, find out what's going on, and see how you can help and what kind of role you can play. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. We'll see you next time on the Epic Podcast. Thanks, Dave. Thank you.